Hi, everyone. I know recently we announced we were going to two episodes a week and then three episodes a week. But you know what? There are just too many episodes. So we are going to back to five episodes a week. Still a reduction from seven, but there were just too many interviews scheduled, and I didn't want to make all the authors wait for too long. So I hope you can keep up with me. Listen to one a week as you're on your way to work or on your way home or putting your kids to bed or whatever it is you're doing. Moms don't have time to read books now five times a week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Zibby Owens, and you're listening to the award-winning podcast, Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. If you like this podcast, you will love my new anthology called Moms Don't Have Time to Have Kids. Check it out, and you'll hear from 49 authors about all sorts of things moms don't have time to do. All the authors have been on this podcast. Also, check out my TikTok, at with Zibby and Tracy, my other podcast, Sex Talk with Zibby and Tracy. Check out Moms Don't Have Time to Write on Medium. And of course, my new publishing company called Zibby Books. And now back to our daily author interview site and a quick hello from some of my kids. Hi. Hi. Hello. Enjoy the show. Clotilde Ewing is the author of the picture book, Stella Keeps the Sun Up. And by the way, Clotilde and I are going to be doing an event together for Princess Charming at the New York Public Library. Clotilde has spent her career communicating through journalism as an assignment editor and producer at CBS News, in entertainment as a producer at The Oprah Winfrey Show, through politics as a member of the press team for President Obama's 2012 re-election campaign, and with nonprofits, where she currently serves as vice president of strategic communications at the Chicago Community Trust. She was inspired to write her first book after reading a New York Times opinion piece by her now editor, Danini Milner, who, by the way, there's an episode that I did with her, so you can go back and listen to that. That's Danini Milner, D-E-N-E-N-E-M-I-L-L-N-E-R, titled Black Kids Don't Want to Read About Harriet Tubman All the Time. Her goal is for children, whether they look like hers or not, to see children of color in books that have nothing to do with race or struggle and have everything to do with belonging and joy. A graduate of Syracuse University's Cy Newhouse School of Communications, she currently lives in Chicago with her husband and two young children. 
Welcome, Clotel. Thank you so much for coming on Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books to discuss your picture book, Stella Keeps the Sun Up, illustrated by Lynn Gaines. Thanks so much for having me. I'm super excited. Oh, it's so fun. I was just telling you how obsessed I am with your end papers. I have like a thing for end papers and I'm going to just try, I'm going to share my screen for a minute so I can post this on social media as I'm releasing your episode. But just look how amazing this is. I'm obsessed. Beautiful. Lynn Gaines is the illustrator, as you said, and she did such a magnificent job. I mean, the attention to detail, both with Stella and Roger and the end papers and the sparkle, it's just, it's awesome. It's amazing. Okay. Well, I won't give away the whole book. (laughs) And by the way, I had Danina Miller on this podcast too, who's your publisher. She's amazing. She, I, I feel so blessed that I was able to work with the one and only Deneen. So she helped to bring Stella in the world and I'll forever be grateful. Aww. Okay. So tell, tell us the story. So Stella keeps the sun up. Do you have a friend who lives around the world? And this was part of the, that you kept in mind for where the sun rises and falls. Like, first of all, explain what this book is about and then how you came up with this whole idea. Okay, for sure. So the book is about a little girl named Stella and her buddy, Roger, who happens to be a stuffed hippopotamus who comes alive for her and the adventures that they go on. This is a series. This is the first in the series. And in this book, they decide that they're over bedtime. They feel like they're old enough to stay up forever. And so they need to figure out how to do that. And as kid logic goes, they're like, well, we usually have to go to bed when it gets dark. So if we can keep the sun up, then we'll never have to go to bed again. And so that's where that that's about that's the story. So they go on a series of adventures to try and keep the sun up and then realize, uh oh, maybe that's not what we should do and come up with a plan B. Yes. But they were very crafty about it, I have to say. They they were not dissuaded by anything and just kept trying to come up with ideas on how to do it, outsmarting dinner and all the rest. So <laughs> they they had a plan. They had a plan. And so how did this become your story and your book? Yeah, well, so I have two children myself. My kids are now seven and a half and almost six. He he said he was five and three quarters this morning, so almost six. And I think like a lot of parents of young kids, the bedtime struggle is real. (laughs) We have gone through everything. We have tried having them sleep on the floor in our room. We have said no to our bed and then woken up with multiple feet in our face. We have, you know, been up until midnight. We have, we have done it all. And so it was born from that. We've tried a lot of things that didn't work. And in talking to my kids and trying to figure out, okay, what would actually click for you guys? It turns out that they, they, feel bad for other kids more than they would for, you know, their own parents who are sleep deprived. And so we (laughs) came up with this idea together. So it was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Kids have no, they they don't care at all about parents being tired. I'm like, don't you care that I'm going to be in a bad mood all day? You know, like I'm not going to be a good mom because I'm going to be so tired. And they're like, yeah, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Do it for them. It, It really, it's like zero effect, but you know, worked on this story a lot with my, my critique group and my own kids, like I said, and I think it works. It's, it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. I love it. I like also just the determination, right? Kids believe that if they just try hard enough and they like they have an idea, they're going to just make it happen, even if it's the entire universe. And I love that. When does that go away? 
I know it's it's interesting because when I look at my my own kids, the world is their oyster. And as you said, if I believe it, I can make it happen. And I'm not sure. I don't know if it's when we're teenagers, young adults, when a little bit of that dies. But the sense of awe and wonder and and determination to to realize what they think should happen is it's amazing to see. It can be frustrating as a parent for sure, but it's also pretty amazing. It is amazing. Yes. I feel like I need maybe a little dose of that. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they, they also, they, they also have a lot of, a lot of wonderful opportunities to live in that world without the responsibilities of adulthood. But I think a nice mix would be great. Have you found any good solutions? Because I'm always looking for help with the bedtime I mean, we have one in the bed often. We have like, you know, last night I was just like, why? Why has the bedtime scooched up to almost 10 o'clock? Like, it's ridiculous. Right. You know, I can say it ebbs and flows and there are times where we feel like, okay, we've got it. And inevitably when we make the mistake of giving each other, my husband and I, a high five, that's when it just goes downhill again. The okay to wait clock worked well with my daughter, my son. Mm -hmm. Forget about it. He's yeah, like, that. Yeah. the lights green. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm getting it whenever I want. So I can't say that we have totally figured it out. I do think that the routine helped in our house. So it's like, we're out of your room for my daughter at eight o'clock. We're out of your room for my son around 745. That helped somewhat. And then this helped with my daughter more than my son. We did go through the phase where it's like, okay, you're welcome to come into our room, but that means you sleep on the floor. So mm-hmm. you can bring a pillow, you can bring a blanket, but we're not going to make it too comfortable for you because we are not trying to encourage this. My son, he just finds a way to worm his way in when he comes in. So yeah, by no means am I an expert yet. <laughs> <laughs> We've had one kid start sleeping in the dog bed, you know, which I'm like, the the kid is in the dog bed, the dog's on the floor. I'm like, this is, you know. And the dog's like, figure it out. I know, right? (laughs) The struggle is real. The struggle is real. So Clotilde, how, where did you, what was your life before this book? Where are you from? Where, what's your story? What's my story? So I am from a town called Shaker Heights, Ohio. It's right outside of Cleveland, born and raised. My parents are still there. I have friends that I grew up with that are still there. It's a great, great city. I ended up uh, going to school in New York, went to Syracuse, and then worked in communications for the last 20 years or so, which I still do now. Um, I started my career in news, worked at CBS News, then moved over to the Oprah Winfrey Show, which was awesome, and then moved into politics and now nonprofit world. So I've, I've bounced around, but always in communications, trying to tell great stories. So what did you do on the Oprah Winfrey Show? I was a producer there. So I went there, let's see, in 2004. My first day at work was the day that she gave away all of those cars. No way. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. So I'm sitting there waiting to get walked up from a member of the HR team to my desk. And I could hear, the screaming was so loud. I could hear from the studio, all this screaming. I have no idea what I got myself into because I just moved over from CBS and I remember I had professors from college at the time who were not so impressed with my, my choice to leave journalism and go to the Oprah Winfrey show. And so I'm sitting there thinking, oh my goodness. And it turns out you know, that was a huge TV moment, an SNL moment and all of that. But it was, it was a really great experience to do 
great television, tell great stories. You know, we did everything from, you know, stories that tackled topics as as heavy as abuse to the bra makeover show, which changed so many lives, you know, helping to find the, the perfect bra. And so I'll be forever grateful for that experience and the friends that I made on that show. I just interviewed on Monday, Jacqueline Machard, Machard, whose new book is The Good Sun, but originally was The Deep End of the Ocean, which was Oprah's very first book club pick. And she was telling the story of how Oprah left her three different messages on her machine. And the last one, she was like, listen, right. at least call me back. You know, and she's like, wait, did I really just upset Oprah? And was that really her? That, you know, she thought it was a joke. So That's anyway, awesome. That's awesome. Funny. And life-changing moment, I'm sure, once, the, once her book was chosen. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And what are you doing in the nonprofit, nonprofit world now? I work at uh, the Chicago Community Trust, which is a community foundation based here in Chicago, Strength, working on strengthening the, the Chicago region. Our strategic goal right now is aimed at closing the racial and ethnic wealth gap. So really important work and very of the moment. So lucky to have that opportunity. Amazing. And tell me your history with writing. Have you ever written for adults? I mean, you're a communications person. I'm sure you've been writing your whole life. Tell me about that. Yeah. So I, I've always worked in communications and I've always written for my jobs. I've been an avid reader my whole life, but to be honest, I never thought of myself as a future writer when it came to books. I never thought that I would write a book. I thought that other people did that, but always enjoyed what they did. And it wasn't until I came across an article that Deneen wrote about four years ago. She wrote this op-ed piece in the New York Times uh, that was titled, Black Kids Don't Want to Read About Harriet Tubman All the Time. And I read the book, or I read the article from beginning to end, and something told me to cut that article out. I cut it out. I put it on my vision board, which at that point was in my bedroom, positioned against the wall. 
And I walked past it for a couple of weeks. I'm not sure why in that moment I cut it out, to be honest, but he did. And then I had this kind of light bulb moment and thought, okay, I think I'm supposed to try and do something about this. The article was essentially about how there there wasn't enough diversity in, in children's literature. And there's been a lot of talk about that in the past. And it talked about how there hadn't been a huge shift from the time that she had children at that point. I think it was about 20 years prior to where we are right now. And that so many of the books that did feature Black characters were about people who achieved firsts in their career or in, in the world or, or about our people and our endurance and ability to overcome. And it just, it resonated with me. It resonated, you know, like a lot of parents of of color and and I'm sure others, when I went out to build my own children's libraries, I was really conscious of trying to find books that would reflect the community that they they were going to live in and that reflected our own family. It didn't mean all of the books needed to feature diverse characters, but I wanted a number of them too. And I was able to find them to be sure, but it was a little harder than I thought it should be, but just kind of packaged that away and went about parenting. But then when I found that article, it it, it clicked. And so I decided to give it a try. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. So what then, you- oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, and the crazy thing about it is that then a couple years later, my agent was able to get the book to... Simon and Schuster and to Denine in particular. And so it was kind of a full circle Oprah show moment in a, in a lot of ways. It's just like, wait, what? I, it, yeah. So it, it's crazy. It's crazy. And that, that article is still on my vision board. It's, it's oh. yellow and great, but it's still there. That is so cool. I love yeah. it. It's like, yeah. you're like the, you're like Stella, right? You're putting your mind to something and it's like, you know, you just made, made it happen. Tried to make it happen. And so, yeah, I'm now in this moment where I'm I'm a bit terrified about it all, but I'm excited as well. <laughs> and you said at the beginning, this is going to be a whole series. Tell me about that. Well, it, it, it's, a, it's a series. So um, I sold two books initially to Simon & Schuster. And so the first one is Stella Keeps the Sun Up. The second one, I don't think we have finalized a title yet, but it's an awesome story about a a hunt for a missing tooth. So that'll be the second story. And then I have a couple others that I have worked on that hopefully I'll get to show them soon. Exciting. Very cool. Yeah. So it's exciting. Amazing. What do your kids think about the book? They are very excited. In fact, my daughter in particular has outed me to her entire class. And I feel like all of her sports friends. And so that's fun. You know, so my kids, I'll I'll say their names. My daughter's name is Stella and my son's name is, is Jackson. And the story was inspired by both of them to be sure, though Stella for sure feels like she is going to be famous and that she should get, you know, a Lego set for this once it's out in the world. So we'll see how that goes. Oh my gosh. And my picture book coming out, Princess Charming, it centers, one of the main events of the book is when this movie star comes to Princess Charming's castle and her name is Stella Sparkle. Oh! Crazy. So literally <laughs> I was- Something I was, together. Right? I, so I was reading this book to my kids last night on the computer, which is where I have it anyway. And my husband comes behind me to like look over my shoulder and he was like, oh my gosh, is this your next book? And I was like, <laughs> 
what? No, this is not my, this is not, that's not Princess Charming. She, he's like, look, it says Stella Sparkle. And I was like, no, no. And anyway, so it's very cool. That is very cool. That is very cool. We'll have to do something with our, with our books together at some point. Yes, for sure. That would be fun. What advice would you have for aspiring authors, especially of picture books? I would say to believe in yourself and find your village. The critique group that I worked with was hugely helpful for me in part because they were going through the process themselves and also because you know they they know the challenges they know the challenges when it comes to feeling a bit blocked they know the challenges in terms of feeling self-doubt they know the challenges in terms of finding you know your agent trying to get published and so it's a like-minded group and i and i'd say you know when you're trying to find that group you know know that not every group's going to be a perfect fit for you. It's okay to kind of move around and find that group. But I feel like between my critique group and then also friends and, and family who were there to kind of root me on, that was really, really helpful. You know, this doesn't have to be a totally solitary experience. You can find a group of people who are, who are invested in, in helping you to achieve your, your goal. Amazing. Love it. Excellent. All right. Well, Clotel, thank you so much. Thanks for coming on to talk about Stella and the power of believing, really. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for having me. And really good luck to to you and your book as well. I can't wait to get it. Thank you. Thank you. We'll do something fun. Okay. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Zibby Owens and at Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Also sign up for my newsletter at ZibbyOwens.com and sign up for my virtual book club and meet lots of authors on Zoom every other week. Thanks so much to Steve and Ryan at Texture Sound for the sound editing. And thank you to Morning Moon Productions for providing this fantastic intro and outro music. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.